Hunter, how'd the move go? Oh, the move is, uh, it's going great. I have a chair. Uh, I have a table. <laughs> or sorry, I have a desk. I don't have a table. No tables. Uh, the apartment is actually full of uh, cardboard boxes right mm-hmm. now. Like like ones that I've opened up. Yeah. Um, I assembled an OLED LG C3 television that Delta Airlines paid for half of. Thank you, Delta. Wow. Um, the only, that's the only one I fly is Delta. The only airline. Um, we all only yeah, fly that's the Delta. Only, that, I only fly Delta <laughs> uh, from now on. Literally, they did give me, like, I changed a flight that it was like a 20 minute difference around uh-huh. Christmas time, which I've always wanted this to happen. And it, it has never broke for me like this. Uh, they gave me like, eight hundred dollars for that (laughs) they're like do you want to wait like 20 minutes and get there at like the same time and i was like uh you know i don't know maybe what what do i get for that and they're like we'll give you eight hundred dollars and i'm like yeah yeah uh-huh can i do that every time (laughs) do you need me to do this all the time for you could this be my full-time job (laughs) because twenty four hundred dollars an hour is like a great rate it's going good it's going really good could just be booking flights that you think are going to be full you know and just showing up and just kind of getting juggled through the system someone got to develop that algorithm right like to know like what flights always Mm -hmm. hit and it's like sometimes you're out you know a thousand bucks but like on average you're making sixteen hundred a day or something gambling it's like a new kind of gambling that we like like created yeah where yeah just just buy a flight anywhere and and definitely do it as a single person so that hopefully it's just families on and then you get bumped off and then bam then you're making money that's how you do it uh but yeah, no, I'm feeling good. I got most of my stuff uh, set up, the essential stuff. I'm sleeping on an air mattress. Nice. There's a, re- a real mattress is on the way. Ooh. Um, and I got my office is now fully set up. I don't have a couch. There's nowhere for anyone to sit in this apartment <laughs> except for me. Uh, I can, like the other, uh, Jake came over yesterday uh-huh. and instantly was like, oh, I feel insane being in here. Uh, <laughs> completely insane. It's just like garbage, essentially. Yeah. Oh, I don't have a trash can yet. I have no oh, trash good. can. I have the TV figured out. No trash can You got your priorities yet. set. We know yeah, yeah, Hunter's yeah. priorities. OLED TV. OLED TV number one. Desk number two. No seating. No seating. No bed. No seating. No food. No bed. But there's the chair that's for me to sit while I play Final Fantasy 7 Rebirth on the C3 LG OLED television. You can sleep in that chair. But whenever there's garbage, I'm like, I don't know what to do with this right now. <laughs> Let's go. It's a little gaming magazine in audio form. We talk mm-hmm. about 30 years ago and today at the same time. We exist in two timelines, and today we're in today. Uh, it's 2024. What's going on? I don't want to do have. The, I don't want to do the flirty look at 30 years ago. I don't like it. And today we're not talking about 30 <laughs> a years ago. Flirty look at 30 years ago and today. Uh, uh, you're supposed to say and today fine. to make it more sound more if like a radio show. If you actually like that tagline, then we'll do that next time. But it's me, Listen, Matt Martin. I'm here using with my Donaldson. pragmatic brain. Thank Matt, you. And I'm yeah. saying like, what? it's not about whether I like it or not. It's about the bottom line. Uh-huh. Are these losers going to like it? 
and I know them, and I know they'll take it if we tell them this is good. If uh-huh. we insist every week this is good, they will eventually fall in line. Okay. It re- it reminds me of 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 one hundred seven point nine. It is uh, music the from the eighties, nineties, and today. today. Yeah. See, there you, you, <laughs> you gotta go. get that and today in there because it really couches it. Yeah. And it yeah. lowers the bar. At first, you're like, oh, welcome to the show. And it's exciting. You're like, wow, this might be a cool show. And then when you hear and today, you're mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm I'm like stuck in traffic on my way to my <laughs> yeah. shitty job. Absolutely. <laughs> right. Uh, that voice you were hearing a minute ago was EJ Sanders. Hello, EJ. Welcome to this one. Hello, I'm here. I'm a mus- I'm a bus- the mustached man. Mustached man. Yeah. Uh, EJ and I haven't been on the show for a month. For EJ, that's normal. But I've, I have yeah. I haven't been here since January, folks. Uh, yeah, dude. <laughs> glad to be back. Hi, everybody. Uh, I finally right, played hey, a video game. I just game. want to apologize to all of you that were getting so used to the me and uh, Sun Sanders show. <laughs> we're trying. We're trying to make that as regular uh-huh. of a thing as possible, okay? I yeah. promise you that is the vibe we're going for. <laughs> Hey, I mean, I think that the show is great when it's just me and son going back and forth talking about how much love we have for a thing, and then eventually it becomes about the love we have for each other, uh-huh. and then love- it just it just breaks into kisses. You, you like, messaged uh-huh. me after kisses. the last one, and you were like, I love doing this. I do think we need you on episodes when we're the two of us, because I do think we fly off the handle pretty often, and maybe Dude. someone just needs to put us back on the tracks every once in a while. We float away into positivity, and yeah. I absolutely think it's a great vibe it but is. there just needs to be somebody to ground it you know <laughs> that's right uh well we are covering a game that i feel like i'm not hearing anybody talk about which is weird because uh if you if 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 your friend is hunter donaldson all you heard about last week was this game uh penny's yeah. big breakaway is a it was revealed during a nintendo switch direct sometime last year and it's by the people who made Sonic Mania. And yeah. a lot of people went, ooh, this looks very, very cool. And then mm-hmm. they surprise dropped it last week out of nowhere. No mm-hmm. announcements or anything. Just it's out today. Uh, so a lot of people just haven't had a chance to turn around on it. But That's I know what all, it the, is. all the shows it's, I listen to haven't haven't had that yet. So, yeah, no, it, this is the time first to cover time it. in OGA history. It feels like we are like getting the jump on a game <laughs> before yeah, everybody else has talked about it. I'm going to submit this podcast to Metacritic. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to somehow I'm going to get that and i'm gonna i'm gonna write it up I'm, i'll type up uh-huh. like wh- everything we say yep. and i'll publish that and then i'm gonna say we want to be added to the metacritic score i've never ever wanted that before but for this game yeah. damn it i mean we're getting out ahead of everybody i yeah. checked it earlier there's like a, only a few metacritic entries they're all weird publications that nobody wow. cares about i was looking on twitch and even on twitch it's like the top Nobody's stream really is like playing. 10 people watching like it's just a game people aren't paying attention to which feels wild because I, we're gonna get into like how we all feel about it hunter has made us mm-hmm. all do like a thing but like <laughs> it's a cool great <laughs> awesome game that is just it's surprising to me that more people aren't sort of going nuts about it at the moment the only people i've seen playing it are are youtubers that are kind of already in the genre yeah. speedrunners so, platform right, speedrunners speed yeah. which we'll get into why this game is great for speedrunners. So. oh man yeah oh yeah. buddy yeah but yeah. uh but yeah mostly just platform gamers i noticed a couple of the guys that i've watched in the past have popped up on my feed yeah and definitely. Like, this game's actually pretty good yeah. and that's like kind of the extent of anything i've seen right on it. right uh hunter will you explain what penny's big breakaway um, is oh my god gladly <laughs> um i'm gonna do it just in purely mechanical terms uh first 
because I want you to understand that hook. And then I think after that, we can get into the story because the story is such a little cherry on top. Um, <laughs> it does not need to be good in order for this to be an awesome game. And it is very fun. <laughs> but mechanically, uh, you play as Penny. And Penny has a crazy yo-yo mm -hmm. that does cool tricks and shit. Uh, <laughs> and she uses this yo-yo to navigate small 3D platforming environments. Yeah. Think about it in terms of a Crash Bandicoot level. Yeah. It's never fully open. It's not quite like where we're at right now with, with 3D platforming, where you kind of just push it out. And it's not like a Jack 2 level or something like no. that. Mm -hmm. It's it's more focused and it plays with your perspective a lot. It'll it'll kind of zoom out. You'll you'll have, mo honestly, it's very much like Klonoa in this way, as far, as far as like what types of environments it's like it likes to throw at you. And the way that Penny moves through the world, the, the, the list of locomotion abilities mm -hmm. that they have accredited to penny is like worth a phd in 3d action platforming yeah. in my opinion i was watching um, a, a breakdown i was watching the devs play this game and you mentioned speedrunning as a thing there's also a score system in this game where like you can oh, yeah. just be do it's like tony hawk's pro skater like if you yes. can get a run going <laughs> yep. you can just do you can like tally yeah, up you your do score. like tricks one of the devs yeah. there's a video online you can find one of the devs did level one one in a single move like a 190 yeah. move oh, combo, oh, oh, full combo and in that video combo. it's it's amazing they talk about one of their design flaws like some of the developers are fighting game people and they gave penny's move set based off of like fighting game principles yes. so it's right. very like precise fighting game like kind of movement absolutely Dude, she does tricks yeah. i mean she, okay, she's got a double <laughs> jump she's got mm -hmm. she can throw her yo-yo and then just have it impossibly like clinch into the spin. air and then she can yeah. swing with it yeah uh she's she got can mario's ride. hat jump she's got the it's a, effectively yes. mario's hat mm -hmm. jump yes she can wall jump too yeah. a lot of times i yes. forget that you can wall jump and then i'll be like oh yeah you can wall jump uh pop that she, wall jump you can pop a wall jump uh you can ride your yo-yo around which is probably the most addictive locomotion yeah. ability that perhaps any video game character has had in a while <laughs> maybe ever it would be in my top five at wow. this point of all time it's uh, like when you're trying to combo in tony hawks and you just hit the manual you yeah know, yeah yes, absolutely break. yes that's right. exactly what the yo ride the yo-yo is she has like like she it's it's like it's like she's like half sonic half mario half klonoa half, half <laughs> Uh, dreams, nights into dreams. Yeah, there's, uh, there's more Bandicoot. nights than there is Klonoa. Honestly, <laughs> there's there's a there's a fair chunk of nights. The floatiness has Klonoa aspects to me. I don't yeah. know. I got a lot of. Uh, I'm a bit especially too the on the Klonoa too. is essentially a 2D platformer sort of train. So like I, I don't. See, there are perspective. Uh, similarities. Mm -hmm. The big thing of note out. that's really great about this game is you don't have any control over the camera at all. It it tells it the camera is oh, where yeah. it is for the level, mm -hmm. and it never does mm -hmm. you too dirty uh, unless you're trying to like back up and do something. Like if you if you mm -hmm. saw something and you want to you want to go back somewhere, then mm -hmm. you feel a little bit betrayed. But if you the point is go fast, go forward, go and fast, and in that forward. way the camera never ever betrays you. The level design of the game. Hunter was describing, you know, it's it's smaller, you know, inset levels, but within that, 
it feels like a Sonic level where there's like yeah. mm-hmm. branching paths. Uh, there are two core m- things to do in levels. Uh, there's obviously just get to the finish line. But within that, there's like characters all over the place there's people that oh, yeah. live the denizens of this world and they're always saying stuff to you as you go past them like the whole game i thought it was going to be like an intro area thing no the whole game everybody always talks to you as you go past them but some of them will have little tasks for you to do and that'll add like a new element to the platforming segment and then the other thing is there's three hidden hexagon items in every world and the way those work out is there's just these little branching paths that you can always sort of discover to go get those things sometimes the hidden people tasks is in like a completely separate area that you Mm -hmm. had to go find the teleporter to get into sometimes they're right in front of you at a load point or whatever it's kind of it runs the gamut of where you can find this stuff I love the fact that all these people talk to you because I've noticed there's like, and there's probably a lot of different ways to play this game, but the two most obvious ones are I'm exploring everything and doing all the quests yeah. and I'm going as fast as fucking possible and I don't <laughs> care. So the fact that if you're going really fast, they're like shouting like, hey, uh, I, my lunch, I don't have my lunch. Yeah, Will you yeah. help me collect my lunch? And you're just like, fuck you, shut up. And you're just like running through the level. It's such a hilarious little micro joke in every level yeah yeah uh and then uh, something i found funny there's there's 11 worlds and within those worlds there's an indeterminate number of levels oh yeah dude about four but some levels Mm -hmm. are just like two two levels we're out get out of this world no boss even let's just move on like go on to the next thing most worlds have a boss at the end uh but that's it it feels like a very traditional structure of a platforming game i'm amazed that y'all haven't brought up uh, Crash Bandicoot yet in terms of the I did. boss. Well, Hunter compared it, but it didn't say more. Go on. I don't know. I just feel like like this is the most like Naughty Dog would have killed to make this game. Like yeah. if they could have figured this out before uh, this guy had figured it out, Christian Whitehead had figured it out, mm-hmm. then I think that they, they would have been like, oh yeah, we're on top of this. Um, they, they It has all of the bones of like how Crash Bandicoot moves in his world only crash bandicoot's world is so tight yeah you know it's too tight and these these levels are way more open um but the boss fights that like felt the most like crash bandicoot of any other game i've ever played <laughs> mm-hmm. i think that's i i felt like they were also very mario odyssey this game's very mario mario odyssey across True. the board it's it is faster it's not open mario odyssey's whole thing is like the levels are incredibly open and you just sort of go Mm -hmm. find platforming things to do this is if mario odyssey was on rails but in terms of like the movement set and the boss fights and things like that it felt very similar to that game to me and i would say so like i well okay before i was about to say something a little bit critical Mm -hmm. before i say anything critical Do we want to, we, we did a little exercise here for sure. this um, that is kind of on sure. brand. This is this episode is really just going to be us talking about this game and not really putting a lot of like effort into the overall scope of what the show is about. But I thought it would be fun if we each wrote like an EGM length um, blurb style review of the game. Uh, so it has just be a little paragraph um, and a score out of 10. And you can use 0.5s. Um, uh, even though Matt won't, but uh, I just thought it'd be cool to do those. Um, do we want to like randomize who will go? Yeah, go ahead, Hunter. Ran- roll us up. Randomize us into it. Okay. Uh, first up is me, and then EJ, and then Matt. That's perfect. Um, oh, how ideal. <laughs> That's what so, I needed. <laughs> so I'm going to read mine first. Okay. 
So th this is imagine you're looking at an electronic gaming monthly from like 1995. <laughs> okay. um, I didn't write it in character. I just wrote it as myself. Uh, but you would see on this page, uh, first of all, you'd see the score, which is a 9.5. And Jeez. then you would, I would give it a 9.5. Uh, and then you would read this paragraph. <clears throat> Penny runs, Penny jumps, and Penny rides a yo-yo. <laughs> While playing this game, I unlocked a secret part of my brain that had been dormant since Jack 2. Christian Whitehead and company have done the unthinkable. They've made a 3D action platformer that would find itself welcome in Nintendo's house. Hell, Penny would probably pour herself a drink and kick her feet up. <laughs> the DNA of so many minor Sega efforts sleep in the bones of this game. And I dare say that above all, I think that maybe Sonic Adventure would have worked if they had just given him a damn yo-yo. <laughs> That's my review. Delightful. Of Penny's Big Yay, Break. Away. Hunter. Good yeah. Job. Yay. All right. EJ, All right, EJ, now your turn. All right. At the top of the page, you would see emblazoned across the top a 9.5 out of <laughs> yeah, 10. Yeah, baby. <laughs> yes. And it would go like this. <clears throat> Penny's Big Breakaway is an expansive action platformer imbibed with the soul of classic 3D platformers of yore. The moment-to-moment -moment gameplay begs the player to not only engage with the on-screen protagonist, but embody the young improv artist as she glides wistfully through vibrant, candy-soaked worlds, each distinctly set apart from their contemporaries, enthralling in their challenges that invite you to explore their bounds. Penny's on the face is playful in its intentions, in its intentions, and embraces the gamer with its whimsical plot and cartoonish, lovable villains. However, do not be fooled by its charming exterior. Penny's is a tour de force of the platforming genre that harkens back to its predecessors while launching the genre into an exciting, uncharted future. Ah, beautiful. Uncharted. Two among thieves. That was my uh, that was my naughty dog reference. Naughty dog reference. Okay, okay. Matt, my turn. <laughs> you said that already. Prep for it. Hunter's buckled okay, up. Okay, Matt. This is the whole reason that it. I decided that this uh, would be funny. Hunter needs to be mad at me for something. <laughs> mad at you? No, what? You okay, will. Dude. How will I be mad no, at no, you? No, no, it'll, it'll be it'll be good. It'll be good. Penny's big breakaway. No, is, no, no. What's the number? No, that number comes first. last for me. Penny's big breakaway uh, okay. is a nod back to 3D platformers of the PS2 era with improved potential in a genre so lacking in new blood and huge innovations. At times, I wish Penny wasn't committed to so much nostalgia. Its controls are tight and modern, but some of its level design becomes trapped in difficult to parse 3D environments. A better gamer than I can perhaps contend with its precision and speed, but too often I was left frustrated and perplexed as to how I'd made such a mess of things. But within this is a delightful story full of hilarious characters and concepts that feed into some truly exciting boss fights and set pieces. Eight out of ten. Oh, see, that's not that's not, that's bad. not bad. It's not bad. It's not a nine point five like y'all two. But uh, now, you know, what am I supposed to do? Well, we just we just really enjoyed it. That's yeah, that's all really it is. Fun. I love that you did. So yeah, you uh, don't have to be angry at us because we enjoyed it. I'm not we had angry so much at fun. you. <laughs> okay, but you don't need to raise your voice and yell and throw stuff. 
If you y'all can't see him, but he's turned beet red and he's just <laughs> punching the wall. No, I think the game is brilliant. I haven't actually beaten it yet. And part of that is because I'm starting to hit the wall <laughs> of what, yeah. what I'm capable of in the game. Um, I think it has all of the same problems that most 3D platformers have for me personally. I'm talking about a personal problem, which is I suck at mm -hmm. these kinds of games. I mm -hmm. suck at the depth perception of where my character is compared to where I'm trying to land. And I'm not kidding. Every level I get hung up or trapped on something. I never have like a smooth traversal all the way to the end. Mm -hmm. And and, and in m many cases, especially from like level from world, like I would say seven onward, mm -hmm. maybe eight onward. I have like fully died, ran out of lives in every single level at least once. Like I, I don't make it through the level in one solid what do you mean run out of lives? The four like, things it, that tick down and then you you just reset it at a well, checkpoint, but like I yeah. run out of those. I'm just saying I die. The, that only has an impact on your score. I'm not caring about my score. I'm just giving a frame of reference of like how often I die and fall off the map and fail at this. Well, let me ask you this. You're playing it with a controller, right? Of course. Okay. Yeah. And still... Yes, yeah, that's the way it plays. You, you, you should have watched me. Yeah. I should have. I should have like booted it up before we started this call, us. so you could see. But I, I, it's like it literally is just a like parallax problem. Like I, I'm gonna land on that ledge. Oh, I just missed. I missed it entirely. I, I completely went past it or didn't get close enough to it or like whatever mm -hmm. it is. And in some some cases, the camera doing the work for you did do that to me. Although. Overall, I'm I'm happy with the camera. I would rather it be doing that than me right. have control over the camera and be like really messing things up for myself. But every once in a while, like the camera sort of set me on a course where I was like, wait, okay, I don't know where I am anymore. Kind of like I, I fail a little bit. Yeah, a yeah. little mm -hmm. bit. So that's my main sort of issue at this point. I'm at the I've finished world nine and getting through world nine, which is the lava world was mm. a task <laughs> i was dying a lot yeah. uh because in that one you've got these like things that you can ride your yo-yo on but if you walk mm -hmm. on them they'll the hurt pepper. you uh the the well the, oh, wait, the, no. the lava ramps the like the, the, the slides yeah, yeah. or whatever mm -hmm. um in general i had them. like a fiddliness with getting my speed to be right to get the like to to get good momentum on things just i don't know in general i bumped up against the game a lot i'm, I'm not good at it yet what i do know is it's not a flaw in the design the controls are precise enough to get clearly amazing at this game like there mm -hmm. there is an obvious oh, yeah. level of control over everything i just don't have that so it means i like really beat my head up against the game yeah well i mean you still liked i mean you still gave it an eight you yeah. still liked yeah. it exactly I, uh, yeah, I, I'm glad I mean, it I mean, is what it is. It's a shame. I really thought this one was going to get you just because I feel like I felt like my experience with the game was I started it up. I was like, oh, wow, I'm, I'm really excited about this. And then it just kind of started throwing the whole toolkit at mm -hmm. me. They're like, Penny yeah. can do this and this and this. And I was yeah. like, okay, slow down. Like I was kind of freaking out a little bit. And I would say that my my playthrough didn't get harder later on mm -hmm. my playthrough was hardest at the very beginning yeah because i mm. felt like they threw all of the toolkit at me at once and it took me a little while to learn how to speak its language yeah and then once i did 
oh boy <laughs> it was just start your engines and yeah. just like i was i was just trying to go through each level as fast as possible mm -hmm. yeah. and just kind of build up all of that momentum and ride the wave of this game and i felt like every world had like a new gimmick yeah. that was making me like work that into like oh okay here's how i'm gonna freaking clown on these levels you know <laughs> This is the best momentum-based, it feels it, to me, that I've played. The best momentum-based 3D platformer yeah. I've ever played. Mm -hmm. And I had a little bit different experience than both of you. I picked this shit right up, dude. I was in and, t and like, it took me Hell all yeah. of five minutes to figure it out. And I was like, all right. Because I figured out a combo really quick to go fast. And I was like, all right, well, I'm doing that on every single thing I do. Mm -hmm. and, yeah. it's, and it's jump, dash ride the ride yeah, the yo-yo yeah. jump dash See, ride the yo-yo so and that's you, great and that's mm -hmm. the thing that you have to learn and that that ej just gave it to you listener if yeah. you end up buying this game which you should buy this game right away and play it i think Absolutely. it is that good yeah um yes. but the dash into riding the yo-yo i think that just took me a while to like for that to occur yeah. to me and i then don't the know what happened did, it just like, hit me right away i was like yeah yep, you this like, is this actually is how you want. play this game it was like world five for me or something before i really started to nail that down maybe four i don't know I think I took like, there was something about how they explained riding the yo-yo um, that I took as, oh, this is like a thing I do in specific circumstances, yeah, not I all the time. I thought it was the just the downhill oh, sledding time, segments. And, and then, like, yeah, no, I was like, no, always. you're just kind of, you're just always <laughs> yeah. riding the yo-yo. You know, <laughs> just like work I, it into the routine. I watched yep. a couple speed runs of it and there's one added piece of tech you can add into that mix. And it's, you know, jump, dash, dash, and then... Mm -hmm do the yo-yo stick to start, you know mm -hmm. how she starts to do a swing. People can time that where you do that and you immediately throw yourself and let go like oh, almost baby. instantly. That's and that satisfying. gives you even the extra, you, the, the, to describe it to the listener, you do you, you can hold your yo-yo in the air and you'll just swing around right. and around and around like clockwise. And so what I'm saying right. is you can like let go as you're coming through the bottom of that arc and you'll hit going yeah. straight on your path. Oh, and that's yeah. like the last little <laughs> kick of boost as you- I'm thinking to myself, ground. yummy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it's hey it feels this game that feel like when you hit nail one dude oh my god yeah <laughs> I mean, yeah i mean the immovable rod yo-yo thing is so cool like i i that's the piece of tech that i keep forgetting to yeah to i never use the, the sticking the the yo-yo in the air i forget mm -hmm. about it i think that's the thing that once i get that i'm like i'm speed running this game like i may yeah. not be very good and maybe never get on the top 100 on the leaderboard right. but i'm i'm going and given how many people i see on twitch maybe it's not that hard. like get in now i'm, on the, top, now, I'm yeah. on the top 100 Ground of hyperlight floor. drifter because guess what nobody was doing it <laughs> <laughs> yeah well i mean i i really do i truly believe like i mean and also like we were talking about how this is just speedrunners paradise anyways yeah. it the combos the way they set up it is it is so goofy like it's goofy but it's it's precise mm -hmm, like right. it's it's like when you were a kid and you did play tony hawks i know we're going to mention this a lot in this episode but when you play tony hawks and you're just mashing buttons yeah. and you're like crushing a combo it like it's just like that feeling i yeah. mean it's just mm -hmm. like yep i've i did like a 16 combo today because right. i hit like five grind rails and like three manuals in a row and like right. was able to nail like six tricks off of that and it's like 
that that's that feeling of like finally nailing that that sort of flow yeah but it's like for an entire level right like if you can do it mm-hmm. like my my goal is to do what the what the developer did in that video right. which is and i've already started trying doing it and i've gotten to like a, a 100 combo but i've just not gotten to the end of the level yeah and it's just like ah, oh, you know but that's that's the feeling i want to feel i want to get to the end on a full combo and a full clear yeah and damn dude sick. Yeah, I there there's certain um the the little missions you can do for the people running around. Some of them are just like we want to see your best tricks. Like give us a top score. Yeah. I'm horrible at those. I don't even know <laughs> what the fuck is going on. I don't know how to like do any better than what I'm doing. I get so lost in those. I don't I, I've maybe only ever succeeded at one of those. And within that too, I would also say some of the other missions you get I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Like every once in a while, oh. I would find one and just be like, I don't know where you want me to go or what you want me to do with this. I I, I haven't, I didn't figure out what you were talking about. Uh, and, and I just move on. A lot of those are when I'm like also trying to go pretty fast. I will note level one, one was the only time I got like the the big score you can get the, to quote unquote mm-hmm. beat the level you basically sure. every time you finish a level you get all these points from all the stuff you've been doing and all the coins mm-hmm. you've been collecting and then if you do all three missions and collect all th- three things and at the end of every level there's like a platform you have to jump onto and there's like different rungs of that platform that initiate this little mini game if you can max that out and do every single thing in the level you get this little points bar that you can get to the end of you can get the big you can fill it Mm -hmm. all the way up world one one is the only time i ever came anywhere close to doing that (laughs) and i think part of that is because i was trying to see as many levels as possible i i I got to where i was trying to speed around this game because we wanted to do this episode i think if i'd been playing this at my complete total normal pace of what i would do with this game i would have been doing every single level to fill up that bar before moving on to the next one. Or at the very least, do all three missions, find all three hexes before I move on to like the next level. That would probably be my normal way of playing, which would be way slower generally. Because mm-hmm. you, you can go slow in this game and it's not that big of a deal. You can, yeah. I'm with Matt on that. I would have probably done it that way as well. Uh, just because I want to see everything. Like Matt wants to see everything. Yeah. And I want to like, I want to feel like I've completed the level before right. I move on. But like you said... I am glad though that I did it the way I did it this time because the episode pressured me into it essentially. Mm-hmm. But uh, but I got through the entire game and just getting to see the entire storyline. Yeah, it was was really really fun. So can we talk about the story? Some I want to I want to use yeah. bosses as a transition point just to say what is everyone's favorite boss? Like I I have a Definitely favorite. <laughs> the like wizard dude that you play yep. pool with his play head. Pool yeah, with, yeah, yeah pool. Is that, okay. I'm it's so that. glad we're all on yeah. the exact same page. Yeah. That was yeah, the coolest dude, boss fight. That guy that rules. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that guy. That guy is awesome. Mr. He Q. was he was like the funniest dude. And then yeah, True. the 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 boss fight gimmick was like the most original and yeah. interesting gimmick. I will say that was the thing that we got caught up. But just real quick before you talk about story, that was the thing that almost triggered me to say something critical. I will say the boss fights are, in my opinion, fine. Yeah, um, yeah. they are occasionally interesting and great, but they are. It, you know, a lot of them are just kind of merely passable, but they don't offend. They don't take yeah. anything away from the game. In fact, no. they're just a they're a nice little bit of variety, right? Because it can't just be levels. But like the levels are, I think, where the game truly shines. This is normally true of boss fights, for anyways, sure. But. I, I think of the boss fights, and and I was trying to get this across in my little review blurb, but I think the boss fights are generally pretty easy. There's some that are are a, a little bit more difficult. difficult. Um, but 
the boss fights are where I feel the most character coming out. Like it's where the game really starts to express itself. The levels are expressive, but the boss fights and like these characters in the world are on like a whole nother level. So even when the boss fights are very simple and easy, they're still like super evocative to me and and something I I like really just enjoyed doing even if yeah. they were quick and easy. Like they're they're a painless right. boss fight, but it's like this character is so great. Yes. Like I love what I'm doing. <laughs> oh, so it, it you're definitely right uh, EJ to call out Crash Bandicoot bosses as being something that there's a lot of synergy with here cuz Crash Bandicoot bosses are are kind of similar although some of those bosses were like I would say a little too challenging back in the day, but True. uh they all have like a lot of fun character to them. Right. So even if the gimmick of the fight doesn't do a lot for you, you're just having fun because that's your time to interact directly with the story. Yep. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. I think too, um, like, like uh, I, I don't know if you guys, I, I, Matt, did you get to the judge yet? I did the judge. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, like even like fights like that, like you were saying, it's critical to the story that you get to these these things. And I like how like the characters, like I said in my little blurb, it says cartoonish, lovable villains. Like yeah, none right. of the characters are are hateable. Also, you like you get to meet mommy in space, and she's great. <laughs> <laughs> and so so like that's that's like my favorite parts of the story is the fact that like it's not really you know so much that they're villains. It's just kind of other characters in this yeah. world that well you become exist. friends with most of them right like yeah, yeah. yeah. they're all your friends them idea. over throughout yeah. the game yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah i love that aspect of the storytelling so yeah so let's let's so what is this story about i mean just mechanically we don't necessarily have to talk about what i mean i don't know if it means anything but uh, i mean maybe it does <laughs> i'm probably gonna play it long enough to think that it does eventually <laughs> yeah. uh but yeah the who wants to summarize the story of this game I didn't beat it, but I could do the like spoiler free version, which is to say True. Uh, there you live in this world. There's this guy who's in charge of everything. All of his guards are just this huge, infinite horde of penguins. Yeah, baby. Uh, and you are Penny mm -hmm. in this world. There's this big gala every like uh, so often every year. I don't know. So, some mm -hmm. amount every increment of time. There's this gala and it's a bit very showboaty world. Everyone comes right. and brings their best performance. Uh, and Penny shows up and, and wants to uh, try out for this. And, mm -hmm. uh, well, so, so they, yeah, so you're, you're almost there. It's, it's that the gala is about them all watching the emperor. Perform. Yeah, yeah. Right. Right. So they all just have to kind of sit there and be like, cool, this is yeah. you did great. It. Yeah. Um, but he's kind of himself a performer that sort of passed his prime for yeah. a reason that you find out in the story. Um, and Penny sort of mm -hmm. just takes the stage and is like, what about me though? Yeah. And then she gets in a lot of trouble right. basically for doing that. Yeah. So the rest also, of the game is you getting the, chased by the guards because you are basically being put under arrest by the emperor for showing him up on his yes. stage. Also, the emperor's name is Eddie. <laughs> yes. Emperor Eddie. Yep. Yeah. And you brought that's up really the, all you need to know is the emperor's name is Eddie in mm -hmm. hijinks ensue. I mean, um, you brought up the penguins. We didn't mention the penguins, the penguins when it came to mechanical stuff. The penguins are excellent because yes. they just burst out in these giant hordes. Mm -hmm. Anytime mm -hmm. the level has like a like a flatter plane or a more boring little section, they just pop out to say, go fast, go mm -hmm. now, yeah. go. Yeah. Because the way that they do not like take away from your health, but if like a certain number of them, I think it's like six, like attach to you, then you will lose health basically. Yeah. Right. Um, so yeah, anytime the penguins show up, you just got to book it. 
and it's kind they're just kind of hilarious the way that they sort of end up cheerleading you they're really similar to the npcs <laughs> where they show up and you're just like zoom yeah. fuck off dude there's, there's such a great moment in the game too where you get whisked away you you get flushed down the sewer and whisked away yeah. to another world and i didn't right. realize it until the end of the world that the penguins weren't there anymore. Like right. in that yes. whole world, there were no, you know, you're not under their control. You were in this other kind of plane where somebody else is in charge. Uh, and that was such a like pleasant little note where like you felt, I felt it without even like noticing it as the specific plot hook. But it was like, why do I just feel so much more chill in these zones? And it was at right. the end, I was like, oh yeah, the penguins haven't been chasing <laughs> me this whole time. Yeah. The, the penguins are great too, because they don't always chase you. You might be like in an area like, uh, sometimes where they're just completely oblivious. Yeah, to yeah, they're sometimes. just like doing their own thing. Or right, like the, the it, massive pink ones that are just incredibly slow and you slow. watch them try to march toward you as, <laughs> as slowly as possible. It's it's a really cute idea for villains in a game, like especially because they're just, it's one type of minion, right? Yeah. They There are several different types of this one type of minion, but mm -hmm. it, you, mm -hmm. you, it, you, none of them do anything that's unanticipated from the start of the game to the end of the game. Yeah, they right. chase you, they can jump, they can attach to you, and that's essentially the extent of what the penguins can yeah. do. And yeah. so... So you are prepared for, and you know how to get rid of them. Like the way you get rid of them is you do sick tricks yeah. and it flings you them just off. Do a sick of you. Trick, yeah. If you do yeah, a few do sick, sick tricks, they'll just bounce off of you. Uh, yeah, it's hilarious. Yeah, that's really all they exist to do. Yeah, is sure. to just say, uh, dude, you're not being sick enough. Can yeah. you like get sick? Can you real go quick? faster and do cooler stuff? You should probably yeah, do dude, that, and then the game will be more fun. <laughs> God, this game is so brilliant and and tight. I I will say. So I played it on uh, the Steam, the OLED Steam Deck. Mm -hmm. At first, I was like, I booted it up and it says, use a controller. And I was like, okay. And then I started using a controller and I still had to play it on the Steam Deck was a problem because my computer wasn't even set up. Mm -hmm. so I was kind of doing that weird business. Um, and then eventually I was like, I think I could just play this on the Steam Deck after a really feeling like I mastered the moveset. Yeah. And then I just started playing it raw on the deck. Yeah. Um, and of course, I have an OLED Steam Deck because I'm a special boy. <laughs> and it looked incredible yeah. the entire time um the colors the art design is so like it's it's a very original looking game in a way that i feel like when i first saw it was like actually kind of off-putting it is because yeah. it was just like the color scheme was like very like it's like a secondary color scheme like sort of like watchmen where it's all like oranges and like purples and yeah, stuff yeah right and so that feels a little weird like because you just you're not used to seeing that penny as a character is pretty weird looking like oh yeah in general yeah. is the animation is not like ideal but it's that's the that's the part that's the most like ps2 where it's like we right, didn't right. make this a beautiful modern thing we make like we're using the the logic of old games mm -hmm. and i think that fits in another way too the story is like really goofy and very simply told and what it caught me feeling is this idea that old platformers were so interpretive because we didn't have enough polygons to do stuff, right? Like everything had right. to be weirder and dumber because there definitely wasn't going to be realism involved. Mm -hmm. And that vibe was then in every single game you played as a kid because realism didn't exist. And now right. realism is everything. And we've gotten so far away from what about nonsense vibes? And for mm -hmm. this game to sort of like, well, let's pull the graphics back a bit. Let's make it look like a, you know, late GameCube era game or something. Uh, mm -hmm. And uh, the, that 
that sets you in it's totally appropriate for this world to like pull whatever katamari damacy bullshit it wants to pull yeah, on right you. <laughs> right yeah i really appreciated the look and feel of everything by the end but the yeah. yeah the colors did strike me in a wild way so i would say that anybody that's checking this game out because of our conversation here because we're big reviewers now mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so this might be the first time anyone's hearing about this game <laughs> by the way our our average score if we were to submit this to metacritic um two 9.5s and an eight that averages out to a nine mm-hmm. uh which i still th- i think is going to be very helpful to the algo on on this one mm-hmm. um so i'm going to try and submit that and i'll just find <laughs> out what metacritic at- i mean like they let <laughs> they do. all kinds of weirdos on the right, internet yeah. submit stuff. right um but if you want to know if you're a listener and you want to know what oga has given this game in you know our magazine uh, <laughs> we gave it a nine we, we gave did. it a nine we gave it a nine okay um i did want to say too the other thing about the colors though and this is maybe a little bit more of a knock and i i think it's what feeds into some of my inability to like always read the environment is sometimes the like very pastel and like lack of texture uh things mm-hmm. you know a lot of them are just like it's it, this is a green tree there's almost yeah. no it's just a big green blob be one color Bam. i think every once in a while that was part of like my difficulty in parsing like the difference in in areas and things in areas where it's like very high contrast that's when it works for you right is like the, the ground is white the water is this bright blue that's obviously different it so it kind of goes both ways but there were some areas where it felt to me like the the simple geometry and the like mm-hmm. the one note colors was making things a little bit more confusing for me to get around. I'm thinking very specifically about it's not a boss fight, but at the end of the world away, the wizard's kingdom or whatever, mm-hmm. um, you're doing like With a bunch of and you're jumping from like ships and everything. That was so hard for me it's just a raw oh. speed platforming section with mm-hmm. like yeah. nonsense platforms that are just like this is the green one that spirals and this is like everything's just mm-hmm. a colorful block and mm-hmm. that was like really really hard for me to get through it took me many many tries because it just well, like was harder to navigate i'm curious now because i know you like klonoa but i don't know of any 3d platformers that you like besides no. that i guess ex- I, except I think for this i guess is my Sonic favorite Adventure. 3d platformer of all time like i do like oh. they just don't go high for me like well, i'm just so bad mario, at them. though you've played like mario 64 i don't like no I've, mario- I, I have played the first maybe four levels of mario 64 ever and i have always bounced off of it mario odyssey is probably the one i've played the most of of any 3d mario that mm-hmm. i've even probably only played i would say half of maybe a little bit over half i i feel like mario odyssey feels tight and good to me uh and there's like kind of in general like less fail states in that game right it's a lot of oh you right. fell down to the bottom of the thing you were doing it's it's more like getting over it e right where you just sort of mm-hmm. oh you reset to something but you're not just like dying um but no i it's a genre that generally just escapes me so i would say an eight out of 10 is maybe as high as one can score for me given well for that at, I, at this point at this because point here's here's where we're at this is another game genre what that we found which i think we found quite a few at this point uh-huh. in, the, in the the history of the show where i would say that actually the more you talk about this the more it sounds to me like you are not actually bad at these you just haven't played them yeah so like that there's a difference in my opinion and i would say that considering what the project is currently that we are actually you know like if we're gonna you know talk about 1995 and 2025 for instance i'm not saying that we will Mm -hmm. i'm saying maybe we could what we will actually be playing into is the birth 
of this genre right, for sure the like stuff like jumping or jack flash jump and flash it's called jump and flash sorry mm-hmm. i got it confused with the rolling stones song. Jump and jack flash. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was like it's called that right <laughs> we can't play that on the podcast because uh, we would get a letter right away but uh but yeah jack flash uh is gonna come out and then you know mario 64 is in 1996 so like yeah. we could run into a situation where you are you are matt actually signing up to enter yourself into the 3d platformer dojo but my point is even just across the hours i have put into these i've never gotten that much better at any of them i mean i've 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 played most of this game and i'm still right. not really that much better at it <laughs> like I, I definitely listen i don't care how you frame it much. i'm cheerleading you right yeah. now well I, I, I don't care about your complaints what i'm saying is inside you sleeps the heart <laughs> of a warrior and you can try and reject that with all your namby pamby like but i didn't like the colors were all the, the same color or whatever it's hard for i'm me to see. just gonna be a 2d I'm boy for life inside you mm-hmm. no you aren't mm-hmm. you are going to learn you are going to because uh, i remember I remember a very similar series of statements about Japanese role-playing games. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, it's a common occurrence for me to get some message from you late at night and you're like covered in sweat, presumably, mm-hmm. and you've just woken up from a bad dream and you're like, I want to play Earthbound. Like, you'll just send me a message like that, you know, just randomly. <laughs> I want to unprompted. play is different, though, than uh, <laughs> actually sit down and play all of and succeed and I'm have just a saying, great time man, the whole time. Over a long enough period of time, you'll be proven wrong here, I'm sure. <laughs> you will eventually love the 3D platformer and it will love you. And then mm-hmm. you will go back to your pennies review mm-hmm. and bump, bump it up to an 8.5 you know what i mean 5. like I'll, I'll, I'll join the class <laughs> maybe so uh well i want to hear more from you two uh to like get to why these were 9.5s as opposed yeah. to, to 8.5s 9s or whatever like what makes this excel beyond the other <laughs> games of the genre or are there other ones where you're like that still is better than this i mean is there a 10 out of 10 3d platformer for you well, it's a sleeping genre right. genre right, right now. Yeah, it's, it's not. Asleep. Yeah, it's not like we don't get these anymore. Mm-hmm. And this wasn't just merely a nostalgia project, in my opinion, yeah. because it it didn't it didn't parse itself that way. I mean, like all the things that we reference, like oh, it's like this, it's like that, it's like this. We basically reference like every major three D platformer. Yeah. <laughs> There's not and a lot of those. And it's like all of them. It's like yeah, it's I don't like, know how to it's, say that. <laughs> So we like, and it has this original look and feel and you've never had locomotion like this. Yeah. Like this many options that all combo together. The fact that we're talking about Tony Hawk. Yeah. In addition to all to everything else. Like, I just think that it is, Hey, guess what? Remember 3d platformers? Here's like maybe one of the greatest of all time. Mm. And in, instead it could have been, do you remember those? And just kind of stay yeah, there, yeah, yeah. you right. know? Could have just all been about referencing uh games it could have been like a spyro game you right. know what i mean no, no shade at spyro but it could have just been like remember spyro and then just gotten out yeah i, I want to pick you back off of that yeah like I, jack and daxter is a good example of mm-hmm. this too because jack and daxter has the combat style that kind of is in this pennies game mm-hmm. like a lot of the similar sort of combat moves you would use in a jack and daxter game are in here but jack and daxter ain't fast they don't mm-hmm. move. They don't go fast. They mm-hmm. don't do fast mm-hmm. stuff. And so it's like to incorporate sort of that same action feel of defeating enemies in like a fast paced, 
setting where you're in these really linear levels like Crash yeah. Bandicoot and you're mm -hmm. doing like cool tricks like like these feel like Super Mario 64 tricks that you're doing. Yep. It feels like you're doing speed running tricks yeah. when you find like one or two things. You're like, oh, that was like a speed running move I just did there. I just yep. did a skip. Like yeah. it allows you to do Dude. skips. It allows you to go fast. And that's incredible. Mm -hmm. Like I don't I don't know if I've ever played one like that where it's like I mean Sonic fails in the 3D space so much that mm -hmm. it's like this like you even get to do the Sonic dash in this game and yeah. it's almost like rubbing it in Sonic's face Dude, a little bit. It really is. It like that's why I ended my review the way I did is yeah. like so much of this game feels to me like it's Christian Whitehead saying you could have made Sonic work in 3D and yeah. it could have continued and still had the same i know there are some people that do like 3d sonic and i'm not trying to True. exclude you no. i'm just trying to say it's not as good yeah like obviously by the way people reacted to it it's just not as good but it could have been if they had gotten it right if he had had a damn yo-yo we would all <laughs> still be talking could about 3d you sonic imagine the level of press this game would have gotten if he could have gotten Sonic, like if this could have been a Sonic, oh, dude, oh, like it's, this dude. That's, that's the saddest part to me. We, we led this whole episode off saying like people just aren't really talking a whole lot about this game, even though it's by the Sonic Mania game. And everybody mm -hmm. talked about Sonic Mania and how like important and incredible that game was. Yeah. And then obviously he was like, now I'd like to do the 3D ones, but can't get Sega on board. So we'll just make our own crazy character and crazy dude. world. But then it's like. So now people aren't going to see what he did. I mean, th plenty of people will. I'm not saying that, but like cool people. the masses will mm -hmm. not see. And, and then you won't see the like massive budgets get thrown at this thing so that you get Penny's Big Breakaway too. Like it, it could have been yeah. Sonic Adventure 1 and 2 and 3 and 4 and actually yeah. ridden that wave. And it's I just don't think we'll see that at all. I think we'll see this indie developer keep he doing awesome indie faith. games. Old Gamers Almanac talked about it. They gave it a nine. This, this yeah, game's going to fly they off did. the shelves, baby. Uh, it's absolutely happening, okay? <laughs> it, this is the beginning of it right here, us saying that it's good. Um, yeah, I will say with Christian Whitehead and, and company, I know uh, actually a, a lot of the people that worked on this game are all kind of well-known individually, mm -hmm. and it's a great team of people. Love them all uh, to death. Uh, this is the best example I could think of of that meme of Nintendo hire this man. Essentially, mm -hmm. they are <laughs> Nintendo hire this man, the game studio. Yeah, like, yeah. just hire them, give them bags of cash, and let them have Knuckles and and Sonic and Tails and whoever they want, whoever they fucking want. Let them make a Kirby game if they want. I don't yeah. give a shit. <laughs> I want you to think about too how every boss fight in this game. Just think of it as reskinned as Robotnik and all of them work. Yeah. All of them work. <laughs> right. I'm not even You're so the right. pool game works. The giant penguin works. Yeah. The judge works. They yeah. all work. Like as all Robotnik. Robotnik. The Emperor looks like Robotnik a little bit. It does. Like now is that is that are you saying a good thing about them? Or are you actually just saying a really good thing about Dr. Robotnik? Are we just yeah, talking about absolutely. how Robotnik kind of has the versatility that is unrivaled in the <laughs> villains you. of video game Thank space? You. Like he could do anything. I saw, yes. a, I saw a TikTok the other day that was someone quoting <laughs> an interview with Jim Carrey where he said, I'm I'm retired. I'm gonna be done. I don't there's I'm really done with I, I have nothing else I want to say in the acting realm. Uh, if some Right. <laughs> role came along that was truly like the most important thing of my life i think i would do it 
Uh, but, I, but outside of that, I, th- I think I am done. And then it cuts to the like the announcement of Sonic the Hedgehog 3 starring Jim Carrey as Dr. Robotnik and he's coming back. <laughs> I think that says everything you needed to say. <laughs> yeah, dude. I, I mean, I recognize that for what it was. He wanted to be paid more for Sonic 3. That's literally all that was. He just did all of this. I mean, it's the I, most I important him. role of his career. Okay. Dude, I know this guy. I watched him in that documentary. He's a, a dork and a weirdo and kind of an idiot. All right. Like, <laughs> leave him alone. Leave Let him alone. give him his bag of cash and he can play Robotnik forever. So I have a request now. Uh, mm-hmm. We've been sitting okay. around on it. Sonic Adventure is still on this goddamn list. We killed Ooh. Sonic Adventure Ooh. too. And today, oh, yeah, we did. I see no reason not to kill Sonic Adventure oh, and replace it with this. Day. This is it. It's like now. this, this has to go on the list, and it gets to kill Sonic Adventure. Oh, beautiful! Yes, 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 yes. yes. <laughs> kill, kill Sonic Adventure. Mm-hmm. Um, God, that's kind of a big moment for the show. It is. I will yeah. say, yeah, for us to say mm-hmm. it's over. Yep. Uh, for the old Sonic Adventure, but I mean. I think that it, this is the fitting way to go. Yep. Like this is Sonic Adventure, and it's just it's good. It's good, you know. They made it a good. They made it good. They made it well. It even has like cool like story stuff that's fun yeah. and doesn't waste your time. Yeah. So like it even has that part covered. You know, man. I want to put this game ungodly high on this. <laughs> I know, dude. Place. Me too. I want to put like, this man. game so ungodly high. It's like <laughs> that's how I feel about this game right now. I'm yeah, staring dude. at this list, and I'm like. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know how to feel. Here's a question I have for Hunter. Uh, something that mm-hmm. I couldn't get out of my head was when I um, when I went to go boot up this game for the first time or check it out on the, the Steam store page, it said related games from your library. And the only one listed was Neon White, which is interesting. Yes. It's a platformer. It's a speed running focused game. It's a first person yeah. thing. It's a very different perspective. It's a fairly different feeling game, but the blood is similar. And oh, yeah, you came away it, from Neon White being very, very, very on board with that. Where yeah, do dude. you where do you line Penny up to Neon White? Oh, Penny's Penny's way better than <laughs> Neon White. <laughs> Neon White's great. I, I, and I, you know, I think that in that year, especially, it was like a year that needed a game like like Neon White. Uh-huh. But when it was like goatee time around that year, I was like Neon White never really like I don't know if I don't know if at the time I was like oh maybe Neon White is my game of the year. Like I don't even remember what I picked yeah. as game of the year that year because it just wasn't a very important year. Um, or was that well, actually was that the same year as Elden Ring or was, was that just it Elden Ring? Oh, that might have just been Elden Ring where that nothing else had Elden Ring. A it, it time to say anything. Yeah. It was a fun game that I had a fun time with, uh, but I'm, I haven't revisited it and I likely will not. Um, I would put lots of money down that we are going to have to talk about this game again mm-hmm. at the end of this year. Like That's funny. a lot of money mm-hmm. that this is going to be one of the contenders okay. for the best of this entire year. Um, and I'm going to wow. continue playing it. Yeah, okay, same. then I'll oh, flip it. Yeah. I'll go the other direction. EJ, mm-hmm. uh, when we did Super Mario World, you talked mm. uh, a lot about that game. That's currently sitting at 28 on our list. C- would you dare put Penny above Super Mario World? You said you want to go high. I would. Okay. I would absolutely. Ooh, I would baby. absolutely put it above oh. Super Mario World. Now, I love Super Mario now. World. The problem with lists, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it's hard for me to rank 
that against Super Mario World. But when I think about, I mean, I currently play, I still play Super Mario World from time to time. Yeah. I have mm-hmm. it on my new little SNES thing. I play it. Um, I play it along with Super Metroid, play it along with a lot of other games. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know, man. Like, I, I can play, I, I feel like right now the games I'm playing are uh, insert racing game that I always play all the time. Doesn't matter what it is. If I'm playing a racing game, I'm playing it. Like, that's what I do to yeah. just take my mind off of stuff. And I'm playing this game right now. Like, and yeah. I'm not even kidding you. Like, just because we did this episode, I'm not done. Like, I started doing full clears today. Yeah. Like, I, right. I was done with the game a couple of days ago. I picked it. I was like, oh, I got to do this episode today. I'm, I'm going to start doing full clears, which is going in, getting all the collectibles, doing all the tasks and trying to get the the high score right yeah. to, to knock out the score on each level. So that's where I'm at with this game. Yeah. And then after that, for me, it's how got to go fast, baby. It's time <laughs> trial time. So mm-hmm. it's like like I'm I've got about. I'd say 80 hours left to play on this guy, this guy. Like I'm, I'm not done. Like I'm, I'm ready to, I'm ready to tackle this thing for a while. So, and, and I just, I don't know. I, you know, super Mario world, it's even super Mario world specifically. I like that. It's kind of one of the goofier entries in the genre Mm -hmm. in in super Mario. I Mm -hmm. I think it is one of the goofier entries. As much as I love that, there are some things in Super Mario World that that still to this day kind of make me go, you know, it just it, it isn't completely there. Yeah. Um, there are a lot of there's a lot of levels in that middle chunk um, right. when you're crossing the bridge into the forest. A lot of those levels not only just run together for me, they they kind of lack inspiration. Yeah. Um, well, whereas the, the power of the feather just sort of like letting you bypass about a third of it, the levels in the ins- game. Like yeah, you, it, you can yeah. break the game for yourself in a way that like just negates your interest level in it. Um, right. So well, so pennies pennies for me. Every level is so unique. Yeah. And each world is so unique, and the way that you traverse the levels is unique. Even. Mm-hmm even between worlds yeah that's kind of wild like the fact that even between like world one and world two there is a different way you might have to traverse that level because of a new sort of gadget that's Mm -hmm. involved i don't know man that's pretty good (laughs) pretty great well let's keep climbing the platformer ladder hunter i see sonic the hedgehog 2 at number 15 Good lord, man. No, I, I'm making okay. platforming jumps and we can find right. in between. We can fall yeah, in yeah. between things. Uh, let's, <laughs> what, what about... Uh, I Okay, okay. I do not want to... If we over-gas this game... <laughs> we're, not ga- we're not over-gassing it. I, I, I think Sonic the Hedgehog You're just going to talk about this game well, is better on. than Super Mario World. A right, game that people Super Mar- very commonly Mar- agree is being one of the greatest games of all time. So I'm just saying, like, let's be let's let's tread carefully here. Uh-huh. No, I know. I'm saying that I like. I mean, Super Mario World's 28 on this list. Do I think that's this, true? This game. I think is our better list than... underrates Super Mario World. If we're going to absolutely I, one of the best games above it. Like there's like hyper light drifters above it. That's trash. Oh no, stop! (laughs) Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog two with the legacy and everything. Sonic the Hedgehog two feels really great, and that game was made thirty years ago. It did not have the progenitors that that this game has Mm -hmm. to look to look upon. That if the method that we're taking here is you're going back and forth between us, like like with these checkpoints, I'm gonna say no on Sonic the Hedgehog two. But I don't think that. Like, I mean, I, where I would actually place this game is probably in the upper 30s, mm-hmm. but okay. I am down to go into the 20s. If EJ's enthusiasm is that high, 
I feel like getting it into the teens is that's a that's little bit rich. Like yeah, that's too high. But I would, but I, but I am willing to say, like, eventually, you know, if we ever re rank the list again, which we probably will, we're big mm-hmm. old goobers. We're every year we'll do. We, we'll do it every year, probably. Yeah, we'll, we'll do it again. Uh, we'll and we'll do it again. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I, you know, I would be comfortable with this game. Essentially, I, the only game I'm looking at that I'm like, oh, I definitely like this better than this game right now. It could fall off, and it can also just jump up. Like I could be playing this game for hundreds of hours. I don't know how long yeah. I end up playing it. Yeah, um, I know I'm like riding the high right now. So yeah, taking it back down to like maybe. I mean, I know I like it better than Super Monkey. That's Ball, what I was going to say. Thirty two. Yeah, and like right. that's like like I can debate all day in my head with Super Mario World because I do love Super Mario World, and to, there is something to be said for the fact that I still play Super Mario World to this day, mm-hmm. even with its flaws. So. Uh, yeah, somewhere in that range, the 28 to 32 range, I'd feel super comfortable with, but I don't have enough knowledge about the three games in between. So I'll leave that to you guys. Honestly, I would be down to give it the new, uh, number 30. Mm -hmm. As long as we're doing this thing to the listener base that we like this game a lot. We do. And that where it's at right now. I change at the end of the year. You know, right. I think that this is this is recency bias. Mm-hmm. Sure, like, like Elden absolutely. Ring. Uh, Elden Ring had that same recency. Elden Ring bias. deserves to be higher because True. it's an, an incredible game. Um, but I am down to put it at I think thirty, pushing Grim Fandango and Another World and Super Monkey Ball down one. I think that fits for me pretty neatly right now. Mm-hmm. Like I, I feel like there's not too much in the immediate that I disagree with. Like, I don't know if I quite feel that Penny is like better than Shadow of the Colossus, which is at number 34. Yeah. But I do feel, I think it's better than Final Fantasy X. Um, I think it's about, like, I would say like roughly the level of love I have for this game is about where I would say I have Super Monkey Ball. Like they're yeah. really similar games actually in that way. True. Of being just kind of like, I view them as like tight levels that are fun. Um, and they have like a fun, silly story like attached. Um, but I'm down. I feel like EJ has enough love for it that I'm like, let's just let's bump it up to 30. Let's just call it the new 30. That seems good. That seems like a solid spot for it. I I think overall, too, like the thing my thing with Super Monkey Ball is that's a, a game that I really love. But it was also a game that I used to like, come on. Like when my friends came over to play video yeah, games, I turned on Super Monkey, Monkey Ball to frustrate the hell out of them. Like yeah. there's not there's not a chance in the world that I turn that game on all the time just so I could like be frustrated with it alone in my room. No, I brought that like that's a good party game because of how absolutely infuriating that game can be um, to try and control. And it's fun. It's absolutely fun because you're just, you know, you're having a romp with your friends trying to get through all these really difficult uh mostly not uh very intuitive levels <laughs> that, mm-hmm. that exist in this crazy world of super monkey ball but uh that's that's what makes uh this game pennies so much like it's just cleaner across yeah. the board and when yeah. we're looking at 3d platformers on the list and the only one really that we can compare it to is is super monkey ball right now yeah i mean yeah. we've killed all of its brothers <laughs> i mean we've killed everything else so it's kind of like you know and, yeah. and, and for them to be so close is really saying a lot for super monkey ball as well right i mean it's a good game i don't know what else yeah to say. we've still got klonoa 2 also which is like true a, yeah. a much that's slower 
and yeah it's more action less platform yeah. but you know it's still it's still in the mix also it's 71 it's not it's that i don't think that's bad for i still put i mean Klonoa 2 is still just a 2d platform i just been putting it in like a different category in my brain kind of always although i mean i we compared it to other 2d platforms. we we compared penny to mario world and sonic 2 so absolutely um but i like it all right number 30 uh is penny's big breakaway it's our way wow. of saying you need to get out there and play this game and it should be a play game it. that's remembered from this year it's it's this a game, game that could should not, be overlooked. not be on the list next year <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah just yeah. know like yeah. this could go either way it could We're be like in the, the top moment. 10 or it could be it could be off this list next year but know for right now that we're super high on it i will say i'm absolutely certain that it's going to be in my goatee conversation Mm -hmm. um i just don't know what else the year will bring the year is yet young okay and there's a lot of stuff to happen i mean we gotta elect a new president from the old (laughs) president do that (laughs) elect a new from the two that we've just had yeah so this is a good vibe let's leave Mm -hmm. on something positive dear god i'm just saying there's a lot president eddie you get to be our president no dude penny let penny be president no no no, wait hold on matt's on to something eddie president so that penny Mm -hmm. can have her rise and then penny becomes Uh, president later penny's just like the story though uh, He's, she's on the cabinet. Yeah, exactly. I like mitosis Biden better. You know, he splits into two Biden Whoa. and then into four Biden, uh-huh. oh. and it goes to infinity, and we mm-hmm. just have more Ajax. <laughs> and they're all just doing press conferences at the same time, and like they're all they they are all confused. Uh, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Um, can we get can we get a uh, can we thank our poor Richard Zalmanac, please? Yeah, absolutely. I want to thank NPC Aaron, Anatroc, Cardinal Billy, Brendan, If Then, DM Anonymous, Jukebox Hero, Magnanimous, Teddy's Jam for You, and Zest Appeal. Thank you for being part of the poor yeah. Richard's Almanac. I love you all. Yes, yes, yes. Um, okay, so last week we talked about um, a episode that me and uh, Son recorded about uh, David Lynch's 1984 Dune. Um, it hasn't come out yet. It's, it's, it's going into the public feed still. Uh, I just, you know, it's, it's, I'm still, I'm still setting up, uh, but I bet it'll be out in like the next couple days, like probably by the weekend, uh, y'all will have that. And that's, those are your bonus episodes. That's instead of giving y'all the Patreon feed, which we were supposed to set up this month, we're giving you those instead. Um, I think for the coming months, some stuff that we'll talk about um, in the Patreon feed uh, will obviously be the Last of Us Part One that we already promised you. So we're going to do that. That's this is me reminding Son because <laughs> he's on the Discord call listening to us. Uh, so <laughs> Last of Us Part One, we promise. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we we did promise that one, Son. So we do got to do that. Um, there's also some music ones coming up. Uh, I want to have a conversation with somebody about Portishead's album Dummy, which is celebrating a 30th anniversary. <laughs> Um, and also, I'm going to make Matt talk to me about Beck's album, Mellow Gold, um, which is not a good album, but uh, it was important to us as stupid children, uh-huh. and we will talk about that. Um, that. That's the stuff you can look forward to on the Patreon feed. Also, Space Ghost, Coast to Coast. Um, yeah, I'm gonna be, I've been watching that um, because I'm getting, it's going to be the anniversary of the beginning of that show, so I've been watching a lot of early stuff and watching some late stuff. Um, if you don't know about Space Ghost, 
uh, find out about Space Ghost. I'm not going to teach you about Space Ghost. You're not my child. You know, you know who, what I mean? You know like, who I feel like should... This is me saying this out loud on the podcast, and I know he's listening to it. The Portishead episode? You should call up Teddy's Jam for you and see if he'll do an yeah. episode. Just oh, bring dude, him is he on. a trip-hop guy? I, I, I think he does it I all, imagine, baby. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. seems like he would be a trip-hop I'm guy. I'm yeah. yeah. him. <laughs> okay, Teddy, you're on. Um, so clear your Teddy, schedule. You're in. Get in there. Uh, I, I hope you care a lot about this album uh, because I do. So if if you don't bring the heat i might be mad okay so i might get mad at you if you are not prepared we'll kick you out to, of the poor richard's almanac if yeah. you screw this up we'll, we'll refund your money and send you on your way sir okay that's what will happen this to you this is the threat this, to every poor richard's almanac at some point you'll be thrown into a bonus episode against your will and you have to yeah. nail it or you're out <laughs> Oh, also, I wanted to mention, actually, this is just like, a, th this guy doesn't even know I'm doing this, um, but friend of the show and friend of me personally, uh, someone I love a lot, a lot, um, Stephen Wilbur, com Portland comedian Stephen Wilbur, um, if you're not familiar, uh, has started uh, a streaming on Twitch, which is something I have been telling him to do yeah. wow. for like many, many years now, like right. over five years. I've been telling this guy, like, please please stream on tw on Twitch. So he is streaming on Twitch. He does not know that I'm telling you to listen, um, which I think would be hilarious actually for him to find out by you listening and then just saying, hey, Hunter told me to, to come over. Um, but uh, he's called the Nerfect Poe Buddy. Uh, and he has been streaming a lot of Persona 3 Reload. He he definitely will stream a lot of like very like kind of weeby stuff. Um, and I love him a lot. I think he's one of the funniest people I've ever known. Um, and I miss him. Uh, and this is my way of reaching out to him uh, because mm -hmm. I can't, you know, who can send a message these days? No, you know? no. Way too busy for we that. We only use podcasts for communication. It's the only way to yeah. do anything these days is to just yeah. podcast your thoughts into the ether and hope someone listens to you. Yeah, so that's my thing to recommend this year, or this uh, this this year. year. I, the only I don't recommendation recommend for this year from Hunter Dawson. This week, <laughs> check out the Nerfic Poe Buddy uh, on Twitch if you want to watch some uh, some Persona Three Reload and and critique him. I'm sure he would like that. Actually, oh, if you yeah. kind of talk smack on his approach, there you go. That's a great energy to bring into a thing that you yeah. <laughs> did unvetted. <laughs> <laughs> that's me. <laughs> Old Gamer's Almanac is produced by Matt Martins and Hunter Donaldson, with music by Knight Corey. If you liked our little show, consider giving us a five-star rating or heading over to patreon.com slash oldgamersalmanac. Yeah.